0: Support for this podcast and the following message come from WISE, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With WISE, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how WISE could work for you at WISE.com.
1: Two weeks of war in Ukraine. Russia still has not taken hold, and Ukraine is still fighting back. And the United States remains off in the wings, not center stage. We spoke earlier today with Ned Price, who's a spokesperson for the State Department. And I started by reminding him that on February 18th, he was on NPR's morning edition saying the goal then was to prevent a war. So I asked, what's the goal now?
2: The goal now is to end the war, Uh, and Sarah, we're doing that in a couple different ways. Number one, we are providing our Ukrainian partners uh, with our support, support that has totaled more than a billion dollars in the past year, uh, about $250 million uh, in recent days alone, and we're going to continue providing even more. But second, uh, we are also seeking to create the conditions for a diplomatic solution to this. Uh, And we are doing that by increasing the pressure on President Putin, on the Kremlin, on those around him. Uh, We spoke before the war of the unprecedented financial uh, measures, economic sanctions uh, that President Putin and those around him would face. And you have seen the immediate effect on the Russian economy and the Russian financial system. And we are prepared to go even further until and unless President Putin de-escalates and turns to diplomacy
1: what is communication like with Russia now? For example, is the Russian foreign affairs minister, Sergey Lavrov, speaking with Secretary Blinken?
2: Well, uh, there are a number of countries uh, that are engaging directly with Russia uh, at the moment. Countries like Israel, countries like France, uh, others are engaging uh, with uh, the Russian Federation, and they're doing so in full and constant coordination with the United States. Look, we are prepared to engage uh, directly if and when the conditions are appropriate. Until now, however, uh, the challenge has been that the Russians have engaged in something that we've called the pretense of diplomacy. In other words, they have sometimes uh, theatrically purported to engage in the process while investing all of their energy, all of their resources, not in diplomacy, but in the machinery uh, of war.
1: Yesterday, your counterpart at the White House, Jen Psaki, alluded to chemical weapons that Russia may use in Ukraine. What can you tell us about that?
2: Well, I can tell you that we're concerned, uh, and we're concerned about this for uh, a couple reasons. Uh, Number one, uh, we know that Moscow has employed chemical weapons uh, in the past, most infamously, Alexei Navalny, uh, the opposition leader. But we're also concerned because of some of the rhetoric uh, that we've heard emanate uh, from Moscow and from the Russian Federation in recent days, accusing the United States baselessly uh, and Ukraine of preparing to engage uh, in some sort of chemical weapons or biological uh, weapons uh, effort. And we're concerned because if you were to psychoanalyze uh, President Putin and the Russian Federation, uh, you might diagnose them with taking part in something called projection. Uh, in other words, accusing others of taking part in precisely what they have done or, uh, in this case, what they may be planning to do.
1: On that note, Russia has falsely claimed that there were only fighters, not pregnant women, in the maternity hospital in Mariupol that was hit by Russian airstrikes on Wednesday. What is the State Department doing to counter Russia's false messaging more broadly?
2: From the start, and frankly, uh, long before the start uh, of this effort, this goes back several months now, uh, we have undertaken an extraordinary and unprecedented effort to declassify as much information as we can. uh, In the first instance, to try to deter uh, the Russian Federation from going forward with some of the actions that it may have planned, uh, under the assumption that by exposing uh, what the Russian Federation had planned, uh, we would keep them uh, from uh, moving forward with it. Uh, But if we were unable to do that, to at least make sure uh, in the next instance that the world was clear-eyed about what the Russian Federation was up to so that if uh, Moscow claimed uh, to have uh, experienced an attack uh, on the part of Ukraine, on the part of the United States, uh, that the world would be prepared uh, and we would help to inoculate uh, the international community against some of this disinformation, against some of these false claims. Unfortunately, uh, the Russian Federation uh, has... uh, really stuck to its playbook uh, in terms of its propaganda, in terms of its misinformation, in terms of its disinformation.
1: Ned Price, spokesperson for the State Department, thank you for your time.
0: Thank you. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure. AI may be the most important new computer technology ever, but AI needs a lot of processing speed, and that gets expensive fast. Upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure. OCI is the single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. Do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic. Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Lisa.